following episode is not financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell the stock of the company that is mentioned. Please use this for entertainment purposes only. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fintwit podcast. Uh, I'm excited about today's episode because I'm actually going over for the first time a company that I own. So I have shares in this company and uh, typically I've done stocks um, that I sort of am interested in but I don't own yet. And um, part of doing this podcast is sort of a way for me to do some research and also share some of my research with everybody else. So today we are going to talk about Lexagene Holdings Inc, LXXGF on the OTC and LXG.V on the TSX Venture. And I have a pinned tweet on Twitter and my handle is at Guy underscore LeBlanc. And uh, I'm going to use that pinned tweet to sort of guide the discussion and hopefully I can add a little bit more to help you understand uh, what this company is and why I'm so excited about the future. Um, but first I'll go on to uh, Yahoo and go over just the, the basics over there. And so it's Lexagene Holdings Inc. LXXGF on OTC. And uh, this company has about a 50 million market cap. And the average volume in the last three months has been 211,000 shares. Um, we've had a lot of days where the volume has been less than that, but some where it's been quite a bit more. So it's been kind of all over the place as far as the volume goes. Uh, currently, it is sitting at 42.5 cents, um, coming off its lowest um, price ever um, September 29th or around there it, it went down as low as 28 cents um, so it has not performed the best this year but it looks like we're potentially on an uptrend right now and there's definitely a lot of catalysts um, or potential catalysts in the near future that some people are pretty excited about including myself um, so again, um, full disclaimer, I do own shares in this company and, uh, there could be some biased comments in here. I'm going to try to keep it, um, you know, I don't want to be over to sound overly bullish on, on this. I want to provide some useful information for, um, investors that are thinking about Lexagene and, and possibly for the ones that already have shares and are, um, unsure if they want to hold or purchase more shares or not really sure what they want to do. Uh, so hopefully I can provide some information that will uh, help those investors as well. Uh, the description on Yahoo, um, when you look under Lexagene, it says Lexagene Holdings Inc., a biotechnology company engages in the research, development, and commercialization of pathogen Pathogen Detection Systems. It offers MyQLab, an automated pathogen detection system that aims to transform pathogen detection in vet diagnostics, human clinical diagnostics, food and water safety testing, and other life sciences markets. 
Its automated pathogen detection platform is used at the site of sample collection, which offers unprecedented ease of use, sensitivity, and breadth of pathogen detection. The company was incorporated in 2007 and is headquartered in Beverly, Massachusetts. So I will start um, using, like I said, my pinned tweet and maybe add a little bit of extra as I'm going along. And, and hopefully this will be helpful for some of you out there. And if it's not, well, I apologize, but um, I am not getting paid to do this. I'm just having fun. So I, uh, I started off with my highest conviction long-term investment is Lexagene Holdings. Let me explain why. So I personally believe diagnostics is in the early stages of transitioning from the lab to the point of care. And, and what I mean by this is currently um, a lot of um, diagnostics that are happening especially before COVID, but now things are changing a little quicker than anticipated. But um, a doctor takes a sample or a vet and they literally have to deliver it to a lab. The lab has to do all kinds of fancy work. Um, they might have to let it grow for several days and then analyze the sample and then uh, get back the results to the clinician, the doctor or the vet. Now I think um, transitioning from the lab to the point of care, so having somebody be able to plug that sample in a machine and get a result within a, a you know a reasonable amount of time, I think that's going to happen. Uh, it's going to happen for sure, but I think it's happening fairly quickly, and I'm I guess I'm betting on Lexagene being one of the key players in this transition. Um, Lexagene's MyQ Lab is an automated PCR device that can test for 27 targets at the same time and provide results within two hours. Um, and I'll take a time, a few minutes here to talk about that. Um, when I first invested in Lexagene, which was um, August of 2020, so last year, a little over a year ago, um, the claim was that it only took an hour. And recently they've changed all their promotional materials and are saying that it's taking two hours. And that happened when they transitioned to commercialization at some point. I don't know exactly at what point it was, but they realized that in order to get consistent, accurate samples, they needed more time. Uh, and I think uh, part of it was the cleaning part as well. So... Uh, two hours is, is what it is right now. I think it's still amazing. Uh, one hour would have been better. Um, but um, yeah, so it, it's it's two hours, uh, which is better than two days or two weeks. Uh, but they still believe, and I spoke to uh, the CEO, Jack Regan, at some point, and he still believes they can bring it down to an hour. But right now, uh, Two hours is what it is, and they feel that that's going to bring enough value to customers to uh, make it worth uh, going with what it is right now. Um, and when they say this is an automated PCR device, uh, automated means no more need for highly skilled employees to perform these tests, and this will reduce time, money, and chance of errors. So PCR is the gold standard. It provides accurate results and can provide quantitative information. 
Um, cause it, so it's, it's not just about getting like a, a positive or a negative. It, it can also tell you, you know, more information about how much of that virus is there. Um, before I, I go any further, I've been getting a lot of questions, um, in my feed or, uh, getting some, uh, direct messages of people asking me how I found Lexagene. So they see how con how much conviction I have and how much I talk about it. And I think they're sort of, I don't know if they're weirded out, but it's just like, why this random company that I've never heard of? And literally what I did, and I started um, earlier last year, um, I had decided after years of taking a break from the market, decided to get back into investing and decided what I was going to do is I was going to key on one investment to start with. And first I had to find it. So I went onto YouTube and I decided um, that I would look at all from A to Z, look at all the healthcare related uh, stocks on Yahoo. So that's where I feel more comfortable um, in healthcare because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pharmacist by trade. Um, and, uh, I guess I have more knowledge and confidence in that, uh, area. And, um, so yeah, I went one by one. Some of them, I sort of, you know, uh, weeded out fairly quickly, but ended up with, a still a fairly large amount of companies that I dug a little deeper, uh, eventually stopped on Lexagene as being the one that I really wanted to, um, invest and, and continue to do some more due diligence on it. Um, and, and one of the things that really attracted me was th like when I was doing this research, research, this was during the beginning of COVID. And I thought that maybe this was, um, a company that could benefit from COVID in, in some way, or that COVID could benefit from this company. Uh, I later on realized that they were still early and that wasn't going to be the, the case right away. But in that process of learning more about the company, I realized that there was really a lot more to this company than just uh, potential as a COVID play. So I don't view it as a COVID play anymore. They may benefit from COVID and COVID may benefit uh, or, you know, the, the pandemic may benefit from um, Lexagene down the road, but it, it's a lot more than that. And I'll, I'll discuss more as we go along. So I invested and have added to my position since uh, with more DD, uh, having spoken to more investors about it, um, spoken to the company, uh, including the CEO, and yeah, so this is where I'm at. Um, moving on to the um, my thread here on Twitter, I say the ability to simultaneously test 27 targets means we're not just ruling out a diagnosis, but we can end up with a very good probability of ruling in a diagnosis and having a much better idea which treatments should be used. So currently what we're seeing is people have are sick or have a good reason to be tested they're going in to get tested and they're being told yes you have covid no you don't but if you're going in and you're sick that is it's helpful information but if you're really sick you don't 
you don't just want to hear, no, you don't have COVID. Go home and hopefully things get better. You you want a diagnosis. And if you could be tested for 27 different pathogens at the same time, there's a really good chance that we're going to be able to tell you what you have. And maybe it's a virus that we can't do anything about it, but at least you know what you have and you know what your chances of getting over it is. Um, so I think that's really important and something that has been ignored for years and maybe because the technology wasn't there, but, um, uh, I think that's going to make a big difference. Uh, results in two hours means we no longer have to wait for labs to provide the results, which can take from 24 hours to 28 days. So I had uh, earlier mentioned a couple of days to a couple of weeks, but 28 days sometimes, depending on what, uh, target it is. Regardless of the target, the MyQ lab completes it in two hours. So there are other PCR devices out there. Um, so what's special about the MyQ lab? So the one thing that comes to mind right away is open access. Uh, and this is something that investors really need to understand um, before they they invest in Lexagene. Um, it makes... First, it makes the MyQ lab the first of its kind. So there's no real direct com comparator. Uh, you, no companies are doing this in the same fashion right now. Open access allows customers with different patient populations to customize by looking for the 27 targets they are more likely to see in their practice. This greatly increases the chance of an accurate diagnosis rather than just ruling out certain things. No more guessing and i think there's always the the fear or there's always the risk of um offending practitioners when you say guessing but at the end of the day a, a lot of times that's what they're doing they're they're taking educated guesses and the really good ones are are right a lot of the times but that's not good enough some people are really sick and if you can use a device to be that much more confident in your diagnosis, I think you should be using it. Lexagene also focuses on antimicrobial resistance, AMR. The MyQ lab can predict if a certain pathogen will be resistant to certain antibiotics. So it, it's not only good enough to diagnose somebody, but you need to know if, if what you typically use to treat that is going to work. If that doesn't work, then it doesn't matter that you diagnose them. They're still going to be sick after you treat them. So really important. And this has been under an underrated topic for many years. And many scientists believe that AMR, so antibiotic, uh, antimicrobial resistance, could be the cause of the next pandemic. And I, I hate to talk about the next pandemic. We're still in the current one and things are not going well, but... Uh, we definitely have to think about the future now that we know how badly things can go. Um, so I, I want to talk a little bit more about open access. And I still think even the more bullish investors in this company don't quite understand the potential here. And maybe I'm overrating it. <laughs> I could be the one missing the boat here, but... Like what I envision is you have all kinds of different clinicians. So you have a doctor that works in the emergency room. So you figure out when a patient gets seen at the emergency room, 
what are all the things that you need to test for? And what they need to do is they need to get the MyQ Lab or another technology that's going to exist. There's going to be com com competitors down the road, but you get a device and you make sure that that device can test for all of the common things that you are looking for in that patient. And now it takes two hours for the MyQ Lab, but you know, as they work on the product, I believe that at some point, you know, it'll take one hour or 30 minutes or 15 minutes or 10 minutes. Um, and so that's the eMERGE or that's the ICU, but you know, what about a specialist in Crohn's disease? You go see the specialist because you have, you know, very specific symptoms. So that patient that comes to that specialist with those specific symptoms, what, like 90% of the time, what are the, you know, 20 common targets that could be causing their symptoms? And, and that's what, you know, you need to get a device that are going to, a device that's going to test those things. So there are so many different use cases where it makes sense to customize. And I think uh, the CEO, Jack Regan, is doing an amazing job of realizing that let's not waste our time with just one general way or one general list of pathogens that that they could test. Let's ask them all what they want to test and, and make the device um, and make panels for for their device so that they can test what they need to test uh, and no more uh, messing around with un unneeded or unwanted tests uh, so jack regan the ceo he's the inventor of the myq lab and founder of lexagene he owns a big chunk of shares and is fully committed to making this work uh, this is in his first rodeo with this type of device and you can look on the website there's more information there you can look on youtube and search for his name and you will get some interviews and get a good sense of of what he's about um uh, he it, not to say he hasn't made any mistakes i mean he's made some promises or been off on timelines and things like that but i think every ceo has has made mistakes down the road so i i think um you know as an investor, you need to be able to measure the severity of his mistakes and be able to, you know, try to judge his character and see if he is likely to learn from these mistakes or if he's, you know, out to lunch and he doesn't know what he's doing and everything is, you know, he's he's in over his head. Um, you know, who knows? Uh, at the end of the day, nobody really knows. But as investors, you have to look at all the information out there and try to make the best decision or make the best judgment with the information you have. The COO, Steve Armstrong, has been responsible for obtaining FDA and global regulatory approvals in over 100 countries for more than 50 devices with hundreds of indications, implementing best-in-class quality management systems and ensuring worldwide compliance. So, one of the mistakes that the company made uh, before they got Steve Armstrong was make all these assumptions about what would be needed for the FDA. And um, that got a lot of investors or potential investors worried about Jack and about the future of Lexagene. Um, and, and also traders that 
just were not patient enough to wait for what was going to what was going to happen in the end so uh now they have somebody that knows what he's doing as far as what's needed for the FDA and he's not going to rush it he's going to make sure that they're ready before they submit which hopefully will be before the end of the the year uh for the uh EUA so emergency use uh access and um yeah we'll see what happens there but i i feel like they're in good hands uh many industries require timely accurate pathogen testing before they can serve their customers and lexagene will be targeting all of these so the vet food human biologic and cannabis vaccine producers research agriculture cosmetics water safety etc and this could be their superpower or it could end up being their biggest weakness um and it depends who you talk to. I think it's a complete guess when you try to judge this because some people will say they are not focused enough and that's going to hurt them. But at the same time, their device does have the potential to help all these um, sectors. And I, I think it's just going to be a matter of um, how they how they make it work are they gonna are, are they gonna perform are they gonna get the marketing team going and um, the sooner they can get that machine out there and tested uh, by actual users and actual customers the sooner we'll know exactly the potential of this product um, Alexagene is currently debt-free and has enough cash for a few more months while they concentrate on marketing, FDA submission, and increasing sales. Uh, they recently announced that they've increased their sales and they had over 750 leads. So that's um, exciting. We haven't seen too many contracts or anything like that, and that's what a lot of investors are waiting for. But um, I think uh, it seems like things are slowly coming along. Uh, the MyQlab is very affordable uh, compared to other devices on the market. Uh, they have a razor blade model, uses simple disposable cartridges, not expensive, not expensive custom embedded cartridges like the competition. Lexagene is actively preparing for FDA submission and uplisting to NASDAQ so that they will have things in place when the time is right. And uh, so NASDAQ, um, uh, Jack has said that you know they're not going to rush into things they need to be in a good spot before they do that but they are acknowledging that that's going to be important for the future of the company um so what are the main challenges the share price has has gone down quite a bit in the last year or so um the company is growing and they might need to raise some money uh as early as uh next year early in the year um FDA approval is never guaranteed, so that's a big question mark right now. Uh, and adoption by clinics and hospitals could end up being more challenging than um, we thought. So I do think people are ready. I do think companies um, and practitioners are ready for this change, for this to, to start using that this technology. But um, I think... Um, it's going to take a little bit of patience and maybe it's going to take one or two popular or influencers in the sector to purchase it and start spreading the uh, 
spreading the word. Um, so despite all the challenges, I still think Lexagene is um, a risk worth taking at these levels. The worst case, I don't think they go to zero and they get bought out. Uh, the best case, they become one of the leaders and the stock goes up, um, it, you know, becomes a multi-bagger in the next five to 10 years. And, and maybe less than that, I don't know. I'm, I'm being cautious. I'm prepared to hold it for five years. Um, but if it takes less than that, then I will be even happier. Um, other than that, um, I do uh, think that the world is ready for this device. Um, I know that uh, a lot of investors um, cannot stop talking about the mistakes that have been made with estimates um, with the company um, in the last six to 12 months. However, the progression has continued nicely and I'm really looking forward to the next few months. My conviction is as big as it's ever been. Um, the price has gone down from, you know, the highest it's been was a dollar fifty four on the TSX um, venture, and it went down to thirty six cents. But now it's in the fifties, so um, you know I, I'm not going to worry too much about the price. But it's hard not to look at it. Um, I'm just like any any other investor. Uh, they're making a big marketing push. They're very active on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. They're attending, uh, recently they've attended a lot of live and virtual conferences to promote and especially educate, um, especially vets, um, to let them know that um, antimicrobial resistance is, is a big thing, uh, but also to let them know that this kind of technology is available now and it's, uh, uh, it can be bought and it can really benefit their practice. Um, so Lexagene is really, you know, focusing on the customers um, and uh, really they're looking at, there's, there's a few key target markets. There's the emergency animal hospitals and their goal is to capture 2,800 vet hospitals as customers. There's also the larger vet clinics and then there's biopharma. And right now they're waiting for a biopharma assay panel to be released could take a few more weeks or a few more months. Uh, but this is a panel that for any uh, biological company or a, you know, a company that manufactures these biologics, um, it will capture most of, uh, most if not all, for most of these companies, uh, the targets that they're looking for before they can sell their products to pharmacies and hospitals, etc. So one of the key messages I have is right now there's no competition in in-clinic infectious disease diagnostic testing. Uh, antimicrobial drug resistance is a growing concern that no one has addressed at the point of care yet. Uh, the MyQ lab is um, evidence-based decision-making at the point of care. Overall better and more predictable care. Um, like we've mentioned, some labs take days to weeks before you can get results. And the other thing that we didn't mention is the MyQ lab could actually end up being an extra revenue stream for vets. So, you know, businesses are always looking to make more money um, or looking for other revenue streams, and this could be one of them. 
Um, recent significant news that we've had. So we've had more robust data available to show the technology works as expected. Um, there's more sales. Uh, I mentioned there's over 750 leads that came from the vet conferences and um, the investor conferences that we recently had seem to have maybe sparked something in the stock price. Uh, this could be a coincidence, but um, it certainly has caught a lot of eyes in the market. And so hopefully um, things are slowly turning around. And uh, I think that's all I will share for today. I, I, I have a lot of conviction. I, I, I've bought a lot of shares in this company. And I do, I am prepared <laughs> to be wrong. I, I don't claim to know exactly what's going to happen with this company. Um, things might work out, things might not work out, but I'm taking a chance on them. And I really feel strongly that they have a good chance to succeed. So um, I'm probably going to be a shareholder for a little while yet and will probably want to update you guys on how things are going at some point. So um, keep on uh, listening to the podcast. I will keep on doing my, my regular thing, but from time and time again, I will uh, try to um, post some updates on Lexagene. So thank you very much for listening and have a good one.